0: Do you think you're standing on sinking sand? Do you feel like your life is falling apart? Maybe it's time that you find a foundation that is firm. Let me tell you something. The rock of salvation is where we need to be. We need to give all of our efforts, all of our energy into serving Jesus Christ, our firm foundation. Hey, I'm Shay.
1: And I'm Michelle.
0: Are you equipped for the real battle? And the spiritual is not just about your weaponry. It's about what you consume and who's calling the shots in your life. You are listening to the Pantry Podcast, Season 7, God Intentions, where we look at the way we live and ask, is this from God or do I just think this is good?
1: Help us fuel 59 countries with spiritual nutrition. Donate on Patreon or thepantrypodcast.com.
0: And now let's dig into the meal.
1: Done. All right. All right. Here we rap. go. A, here we go. Here, here, we, here we
0: go. Go. Here we here we go, go. Rap 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 rap.
1: rap.
0: Welcome to the pantry. Welcome to the pantry, man. It's exciting <laughs> to be here. <laughs> I mean, hey, what better way to start off the last episode of season seven than our Woo! shenanigans? Yes, man. It is so awesome to be here. It always is. I, I just like sitting, number one, with my wife. And I also like knowing that we are communicating outwardly to people you know, globally. Uh, I think it's really cool that we get an opportunity to sit here and, and, and talk to each other and talk with guests and, and really just dissect the Bible and really encourage people, challenge people to really like, take a look at themselves. I think it's okay. I think spiritual temperatures are a good thing. I think that when we um, take a look at ourselves, it's not that I'm trying to beat myself up or it's not that I'm trying to degrade myself and be like, oh, I'm so shameful. I mean, we fall into that pattern. I get it. I get it. But that's not what it's about. Really, what we're doing is a spiritual temperature. Like, hey, you know what? Maybe I could spend a little bit more time with Jesus. Yeah. You know, after all, watch this. He is our what? What? firm foundation yes. and that is this episode y'all firm foundation this is something I love to speak to mm-hmm. I, I really just <laughs> I, I think it's just because of life experiences and, and things on that such which you know you can always go back and listen to our episodes <laughs> uh-huh. shout out to our episodes anyways <laughs> all, you, of them. <laughs> all of them, all of them. All, you have to listen to <laughs> all of them or y'all will not hear my complete story no I'm just kidding it's I'm just kidding but I, I, here, here's the deal here's the deal when I hit rock bottom I hit the rock of salvation. Mm -hmm. Therefore, from that moment forward, my foundation was solidified. Mm -hmm. And I think that's an important place to be.
1: Yeah. Yeah. to, To take that a step further, as far as like when you're saying like, we're not trying to beat people up. I think that we are big on training. I say faith is preventative medicine, but that's just one of the many ways that we like train ourselves up in the ways of the Lord. And when I think about training, you'll see people do drills and it's like relentless. I When we take Kalia to the park and we watch soccer players like practice the same kick like dozens and dozens of times and they're tired by the end of it and they're probably sick of doing this one thing over and over, but it's training their muscles. It's it's honing in in this skill. And so sometimes we we're so used to the world that considers all forms of critique kind of like getting beat up. I like to think of it as like, Each episode is us practicing a specific kick. And yes, we might be pounding a point home. You might feel a little tired and worn in that specific area by the time we're done. But it's the training. In real life, you don't have to do that 50 times in a row. You're going to have to do a little this, a little that you're going to pick different spices out and make, you know, whatever. But that's the idea. Um, And so before we go too much deeper, this is the final episode Of season seven, God intention. So thank you for sticking around if you've been sticking around. So I just want to shout out, because I know there were some episodes we recorded out of order before we started shouting out countries. That's the secret, y'all. Sometimes we record out of order. Oh, no. Um, So I want to shout out some really cool places. That we have reached over the last seven seasons. We have reached Argentina, Belgium, the Cocoas or Cocos Island sounds like, you know, hot hey, cocoa. Hey, if you're from instrument. there and you listen, hit us Let up, us know. Colombia, Ecuador, Ethiopia, Germany, Israel, Japan, Kuwait, Malaysia, Namibia, Norway, Philippines, Singapore, South Korea, Sweden, Tanzania, Thailand, and Venezuela. That's just a few. This just a few. I have a list, but I, I didn't want to, you know, I wanted to make up for some lost time. So thank you <laughs> thank for you listening. So if Appreciate you know, y'all. some people, they listen once and then they're done and I hope it ministered to them. But, um, if you know anyone around the world that can be touched by any specific episode, send it to them. That is like one of the best ways that we get passed around from ear to ear. And it's yeah, really cool. Absolutely. I think we've heard a lot of people share with us this last season. Um, that we didn't know we're listening. Yeah,
0: I mean, sometimes like we undercover say undercover like, listeners right, y'all right. including in our own <laughs> congregation. Up. No seriously. Hit, <laughs> hit us up because like we sit here and we're like, okay, I mean, you know, y'all, numbers are numbers, we get it. It's He's what it is. Quiet. But but it's quiet. And we're like, hold <laughs> up, people are listening. And they're listening. Yeah. And it's like, but we're not hearing anything. And it's like I just want to hear. Yeah. I, I love community. I love yeah. you know just commu- you know having conversations and all that stuff. And who knows, man? Maybe we'll, we'll, we'll pop you into a meeting on Zoom and we'll yeah. just sit there and chat with you. I mean, hey, we like why that not? too. Like I know we too. eat that kind of stuff. <laughs> up. We love it. We love it. But yeah. tonight, firm foundation. Yes, firm foundation. You know what do you guys think about when you think of a firm foundation? Um, you know, we can always jump to the verses of like you know like oh you build your house on the sand. Well, I mean, come on, sinking sand, hello. Or you build your house on a rock. I mean, hey, sometimes it's just like one of those things, like common sense. Common sense. You know, and 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 when I say that, it's like, yeah, yeah, am I am I throwing out corrections to myself? Yeah. Common sense. Why do I keep building things on the sand that sink? But as I'm digging into this, Michelle, I was like it was like I kept hearing pillars. Pillars. Mm -hmm. Pillars. Pillars. And then you start looking at pillars. (laughs) And you're like, the seven pillars, the pillars, and it's like Wow, it gets kind of like
1: your mind kind of it, it kind of goes
0: all over the place. Like I mean, like but there's some things. It's like <laughs> like people saying this or people saying. That. But then really, what came to my came to me? I started thinking about the temple. I started thinking about the temple that Solomon built, and I started thinking about the two pillars that he built, one to the north and one to the south. Um, they actually named them. They actually named them Yaqin is one of them, Joaquin. And the other one was Boaz. You know, of course everybody knows Boaz, but it's like, okay, cool. I I I came in today to Michelle and I said, Hey, you know who Joaquin is? And Boaz She goes, I know who Boaz is, but actually in (laughs) reality, Boaz was also a pillar of the temple. And it was really cool. Um, Boaz was to the North. Joaquin was to the South of the entrance. Um, And watch this. Joaquin means he will establish. And Boaz signifies in him is strength. Mm -hmm. And as I'm thinking about these, these pillars, right now, let's just think about this. Let's just think about this. I'm a little off camera there. Hold on, I'm gonna kick it back. Here we go. Y'all that are online, you have to just hang for a second. It works. Hold on, on, it works. All right, there we go. All right. Anyways, we're back. I kicked my camera, y'all. This funny. You got really excited? I got excited. I got excited. Because this is cool. This is really cool. Because, like, let's think about this. The the pillars were built, and these are literally really staples to a building back then. It was like, the pillars, ah, the fountain, you know, there they are. And, but what happens when God's taking out that equation? What happened to those pillars? They were destroyed. Like, they're gone. Mm-hmm. Temple's gone. The pillars are gone. Everything is gone. Um, and you know, the Cal- the Chaldeans really came in and just wrecked house. And I think we have to understand this, that it's not the pillars, right? You know, this foundation, it's not something I build. It's mm-hmm. not like something that I put down. I don't go out and lay cinder block and concrete and say, this is my foundation. Mm-hmm. My foundation is on God. Everything is God. The mm-hmm. temple was God. Um, and so when we look at this and we put him out of the equation, then the temple is just a building. Yeah, It's not God. Yeah. And so.
1: Dude, my mind just went in three different directions.
0: That's awesome. Yes.
1: I'm going to try and make two really quick so that the really meaty one takes up this portion of my talking. Um, But when you just said, you know, without him, the pillars fall, it made me think of bones versus, you know, a stick, right? Like a stick that's kind of just fell out of a tree, whatever. It gets brittle because it's no longer attached to life. So it gets brittle and it can just kind of snap. Whereas like our bones, you would think it's like, well, I mean, you think of steel, it's so strong. But bones are incredibly strong when they're connected to a living organism, you know, with the marrow and all that stuff. And so it's the life force that gives things their their real mm. strength and their and their endurance and their durability. And so, you know, obviously the Lord is our alpha and our omega. He's our beginning. He's our end. He's everything. And um, and he's also outside of time, etc. I think about the foundation when it comes to a house and I think of how this season we've been focused on good versus God intentions Mm. and a good intention is this idea that I'm going to rip up the foundation I built in the world and I'm going to replace it with a godly foundation of Bible verses and church attendance and not cursing Mm -hmm. and giving up pornography and et cetera, et cetera, right? Like all these things. Like I'm going to stop, you know, muttering under my breath, disrespectfully, all the things. (laughs) And I'm going to make a strong, biblical, godly foundation to build my house on. Now that's a good intention, right? right? right. But the God intention, because it's like, well, what's wrong with that, right? Well, first you're saying you're going to put the foundation down, but the Bible, and I'm about to drop two different verses from two different books of the Bible that shows what the foundation actually is and how it's impossible for you to replace your own foundation with works. Now, can you build, bear fruit, et cetera, through works? Oh, yes. And that is what makes all of this work. And that's how that's how God uses him, like all of this to, to heal us, to grow us, to bless others, et cetera. But when you look at 1 Corinthians 3.11, it says, for no one can lay a foundation other than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Mm. Jesus is our foundation. Like Shea said, the rock of salvation. Jesus Christ is our foundation. Right. And you can't lay another. Everything else, like pretty much if you define foundation with a perfect definition, nothing else can actually be a foundation because everything else is just fickle, crumbles, deteriorate. Like he's the only one that ain't going anywhere. He's the only one worth be- being called a foundation. But then it's like, okay, well, that's nice. So Jesus is my foundation. Like, what does that mean practically? Well, if you go to Second 2 Timothy 2.19, you get a, more of an idea. But God's firm foundation stands, Jesus Christ, bearing this seal, the Lord knows those who are His and let everyone who names the name of the lord depart from iniquity mm. the lord knows those who are his right when right. that is when you know that you belong to the lord a secure salvation not from your own work but the work that is finished and done by christ
0: mm.
1: when that is your foundation then everything else cannot be torn down by any enemy because you understand You are his. And then all the works of reading the word, hearing the word, doing the word will reinforce this and give you a deeper understanding that allows you to walk in this practically. But first and foremost, before any of that, you got to know you're his. Right. And that you're sealed by the Holy Spirit. Another sealing that happens. You're sealed by the Holy Spirit. Now you have a foundation that cannot be destroyed or ripped out from under you. Like the lies that come, the lies that come, they won't, they're not going to affect you the same because you have that one identity that can't be taken. But
0: wait, Michelle, that's kingdom mentality. Oh Oh my goodness. Oh my God. Kingdom mindset. I've
1: been outed. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Right.
0: See, but it's with God, right? The whole point of this. So the pillars without God crumble. Those pillars, remember what I told you they represent, right? Mm -hmm. They represent the strength and stability of God's promise. Right. So, so when you look at that, look, think about this. He will establish, he establishes us. Mm -hmm. Right. And then when you look at Boaz in him is strength. He establishes us in his strength. Yes. See? And so when we break that down and we put God back into the equation, or as God is the equation, right? God is the equation. Mm -hmm. Then we sit there with this beautiful epiphany that like, okay, here I am. I'm his. It's not by my works. It's by his, it's through faith, right? It's his grace. Mm -hmm. And so therefore I am now a portion, a part of Mm -hmm. a kingdom Mm -hmm. that will last forever.
1: And that is how you can now depart from iniquity, which is Ooh, the other half of that. Yes. Um, yes. Some people might be listening to me like, but she didn't talk about the second part. That second part, iniquity, <laughs> depart, don't <laughs> sin no more. Amen. Yeah. But yeah. what allows you to go and sin no more? Like at any point, like what, what enables, considering everything you ever did before was sin because it was outside of God. The only thing that allows you to have an option outside of sinning Outside of being part of the spirit of the Antichrist, the only thing is that now you have the Holy Spirit. Now you have the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost.
0: Mm.
1: You know, I don't know why I said Holy Ghost. I say Holy Spirit, but that just kind of rolled off. You know, the Holy Ghost, fine. It it, works. It's, it's Look, like the it's Christmas okay. season, and you know, Ebenezer I, 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 Scrooge, I always, I always like of you know, my mind went ghost.
0: all and the Holy Ghost, and I'm like that. kind of sometimes I'm like, oh yeah, <laughs> it's like oh that's cool, <laughs> right, right. But although I hardly ever say Holy Ghost, but I say you I
1: know. I'm spirit. just like because I mean, you know, like yeah, but yeah, anyway. We digress, but, but right. But that, but that's the thing: is this firm foundation? We're not here to beat you and be like these are the seventy-two different good intentions you've got to do to have that strong foundation. It's like what's at the? What is the foundation? It's a. It's a truth. It's a true mm. statement. It's a reality. You have to. Your foundation needs to be reality. Mm. And what is reality? That Christ is real. That Christ did come. That he was born of a virgin through the Holy Spirit. Wow. That he came, God with us. That he lived a perfect life, that he died for the sins of the world and then came back three days later. Mm. And that that all of that, he made the promise that he would leave us a counselor. Mm. And we have the ability to have the Holy Spirit. And that's the reality of the world. There's no negotiating and there's no point debating that fact. Paul literally walked in and shared it in Rome, I forget where in Rome, he he walked into all the philosophizers. I say philosophizers. And he goes in there with the philosophizers and he tells them. And he doesn't debate it. Some of them leave with him when he drops the mic and some don't. And he's like, I don't really need to debate the truth because the truth has an authority all its own. The foundation, the real one. I mean, someone can throw some stones at it, but it's not going to crack. It's not going to crumble. And that's what we're saying. You yeah. know, you don't have to. Yeah. there. That's the beauty. That's the gospel. That's That's the burden that is light. He right. gives us this foundation. You don't have to build it with a recipe.
0: Man, I mean, even this house, right? Yeah. I have to go around and do point up on the rock. It's just what it is. Right. But, but he is unchanged.
1: Explain what point up is. Point
0: up. Okay. Yeah. Point up on a rock. So we have stone stone on, our out, out of, out on the outside of our house. Mm-hmm. And every so often you have to go through with the concrete and fill in the cracks because, you know, concrete, you know, it, it shrinks down and creates cracks and then you get water behind the wall. So you got to protect that. But see, God's kingdom mm-hmm. is infallible, mm-hmm. right? There's, it's an He is an he is perfect. Mm-hmm. My found his foundation. My foundation. My foundation is on him, and that's my hope. That is my hope. You know, we sit in the world and we and we look at everything, and it's like, like she just said, crumbling, mm-hmm. crumbling, right? But there's there's things that help us in this in this idea. There's things that that get us through every day. You know, I was I was actually reading in Proverbs twelve twelve, and this is like I, this stuff's just coming y'all. And it was like these are jealous of each other's loot, but the godly are well rooted and bear their own fruit. Number one, it rhymes, it's kind of cool. Yeah. But it's like, but it's like, listen to that. Evil even consumes evil. But see, when we have that focus on God, which then watch this, takes us to Hebrews twelve twenty eight, wherefore are we receiving a kingdom which cannot be moved, let us have grace, whereby we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear. Mm-hmm. And see, what does that do, though? See, it just said, but the godly are well rooted and bear their own fruit. When we seek Jesus, we stay rooted, we and we bear spiritual fruit. And it gives us the confidence to go forward. I I mean, firm foundation. Mm -hmm. I, I absolutely needed this in my life. I needed something that was solid. I needed something that didn't just shake and crumble and fall apart. I needed something that would uphold me. And, And when I would fall down, I wouldn't fall so deep, but there would be this stopping point. And what's really cool is, as we, as I dig in the word, seek the word and I, and I start to understand and bear these fruits that God gives me, not what the world gives me, not what I do myself, but what God gives me that fall is less and less and less i mean i remember at the beginning of all this coming back to christ and it was like it was like a fall and it's like oh no here i fall again and i fall again it was fair it's like you're falling forever it's like you ever have them dreams when you're falling in your sleep Yes. and it's like you fall forever
1: i always like do that jerk thing and like my leg kicks and all that stuff oh and you wake up yeah
0: i i was the weird guy that would like try to stay in it as long as i could to <laughs> see if there was ever a bottom <laughs> never was y'all i woke up before i before That's i hit impressive. the bottom but anyways but it's like but the fall becomes less yeah. Because the foundation becomes more noticeable. Where you fall is, not no, is no longer falling into into sin or into, or into yourself or into the world, but you're falling into the arms of a father who loves you. Firm foundation.
1: Mm. Yeah, when I, I've mentioned this, I've alluded to it a lot on the show that I go down rabbit holes. It's like a thing, right? And the Lord is so faithful that he always ministers to me. He knows I'm going to do it. And so what I've learned though, Um, because I think we're in a time right now where there's so many rabbit holes, um, and there's no tinfoil hat to a lot of them. They're just rabbit holes and you're going to go down them and you're going to learn a lot and it's going to wreck you. And the, what happens, and this happens a lot, like, again, it's, it's the Christmas season we've talked about, you know, Santa Claus, but also Easter bunny tooth fairy. Like it, it doesn't mess with every kid when they find out it's fake, but a lot of people have actually said things akin to, you know, over and over in childhood, I just learned this wasn't real. That wasn't real. That wasn't real. And eventually I learned God isn't real. Mm. Um, because like over and over they trusted an authority figure. And I say that it sounds a little cold, but like someone that like, if you're their parent, you have authority. Like they, they kind of take it for granted. You know what you're talking about. And, um, and the more of these little things that these harmless little things that we've made up in life, whatever they are, the things we try to like code over. And then one day they learn the truth about it. Um, the more in, everything's up for grabs. And when you go down rabbit holes, the same thing can happen. Mm. And so you go down and you realize yet another thing, there's there's evidence to the contrary. And you might not choose the, the the to go completely in this new direction, but at the very least, now you have doubt. Now you're like, there is plausible deniability here. There is room for doubt in this area. And what I've seen, um, what's, what's amazing is in a lot of these things, when people start hunting down truth that is what they think is unrelated to God, they end up finding God. And I've seen that a lot over the last couple of years. Right um people saying that their testimony involves hunting down some truth some obscure thing and then they just ended up it all roads led to Christ being the only option but but the other thing that can happen is people then because every foundation that they've built for themselves is being taken and swapped out for something else over and over when they come to Christ they can be like waiting for that foundation to crumble mm. And I've seen people who they, they, they go to Christ and all of a sudden they're like, Jesus Christ ain't the actual Messiah. Paul didn't actually write the Bible. Like crazy stuff, right. crazy stuff, because they don't trust, they're so detached from reality, they're doubting everything. And that can happen to us even if you just go down one rabbit hole, even if you just uncover one lie that someone lied to you about in your life. But here's the, here's the point. Every, what I do is I, I realize because I am saved and I do have the Holy Spirit, and I do cling to him like a tree in a storm. That relationship, no one can take that from me. No one can be like, yeah, that didn't happen. That's not real. You know, that's the thing, our testimony, there's power in our testimony. Right. And so through all the doubts of like, which Bible translation is real and what denomination and all, all these things, these distractions, God's like, come back to me. Come back to me. Don't just, don't, don't obsess over this, that, and the third. Come back to me and I will mm-hmm. sort it out because I'm the one that's faithful to finish the work, not you. And, and the relationship with me is what counts. Right. So again, the firm foundation can't be the facts that prove Jesus was resurrected. Mm. The Case for Christ by Lee Strobel and Cold Case Christianity, all these amazing books, like, you know, the one that Jay Warner Wallace, they're great, but that can't be your foundation. Right. You know, you can't make history or science that reinforces the Bible your foundation. You have to make that truth about Christ the foundation. Right.
0: You know, I, I think that what you struck on there was our testimonies. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think that those actually become very beautiful um, in a lot of ways because they describe things. When we look at Daniel and King Darius, right, um, Daniel set up. I mean, the world set him up. The world came in against him. You know, they wanted to, to take care of him. He gets thrown in the, the lion's den. Man, most people, their lives would be crumbling in front of their eyes. I mean, who knows what I would have done. Right. But Daniel's like, no, my God, my God. And see, here's the point. All of this happens and Daniel survives the lion's den. And at the end of it, King Darius sits there. And I mean, this is the testimony. He just witnessed this. It just became a testimony in his life as well. Not just Daniel's life that, man, I made it through the lion's den, y'all. <laughs> but King Darius going, a friend that I had, I had to sentence him to death in the lion's den. And yet, when I opened the door the next morning, my heart was aching. My, every ounce of me was in mourning for my friend. But I messed up. I made a decree. But he opens the door and there's his brother, his friend, the one that he had a, you know, that he had a relationship with. Right. And he even says this. And, and this is the, the affirmation of God's power and God's foundation and, and, and how it doesn't, his doesn't crumble. And in Daniel 6, 26 says, I make a decree that in all my royal dominion, people are to tremble and fear before the God of Daniel. For he is the living God, enduring forever. His kingdom shall never be destroyed and his dominion shall be to the end, Alpha and Omega,
1: Mm.
0: the beginning and the end. Yes. That's what we're talking about, Mm y'all. That is what we're talking about. What I have to reinforce within myself every day, you know, a conversation today, I'm like, please convict me. Please, look, if you see me, I'm saying it to y'all on camera and I'm saying it to y'all on the station. If you ever witness me stumbling or falling down, please tell me, please tell me. Come with me with love, come with me in whatever, like we should, and tell me, and realign me back to the foundation where I need to be. Right. Because when we're in that, we hear all of these wonderful, beautiful testimonies of what God does.
1: Yes. I think that it's so important to cling. To the simplicity. And and you say this all of the time. I think for the last have we known each other eight years now?
0: Ooh, something like that.
1: Yeah. Very early on, you started talking about the simplicity of the gospel. And yes, there are complexities and nuances, and you learn and you learn so much. But I think these verses we've talked to today really hammer mm. it home that it's not the religion. The world has used the word religion so much interchangeably, it is the relationship. Um, God is our personal God. He's the God that's with us, and He wants to build that that with us. Um, and since this is the last episode, yeah. and I'm I'm throwing this on you last okay, minute. That's fine. That's fine. But um, but I want to give you a second to open Notion so that you can see a list of all the episodes in case you need a little trigger. But <laughs> this this season, this is we've had 12 episodes, not counting this one. This is the 13th episode in yes. the season, and I would love for us to go through and kind of drop a nugget we recall from each episode we both like we can take turns we both don't have to do it for every episode but um and y'all shay's memory he he says it uh, he says it every once in a while in case this is your first episode he he does have a little bit of tbi you know sometimes his memory you know i have to jog it a little it's nothing personal if it's your episode and you were on it and he don't and he needs a trigger but
0: (laughs) but um don't be mad if i trigger you right (laughs) I'm just, I'm just throwing it out there. Um, But yeah,
1: like we can kind of just kind (coughs) of go down the list so that the people who, you know, have been with us, the people who haven't been, they can get a little bit of nuggets about what kind of God intentions we've Mm. gleaned over season seven.
0: Wow. You know, that's, 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 that's good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, but no, I, I think that, like, you know, okay, you know, starting out with God intentions, you know, God intentions versus good intentions. um I think it's really important that you know the world's going to throw a bunch of things at us that they say are good, mm-hmm. and we have to always go back to the Bible, mm-hmm. and we have to really look at what the Bible says. And instead of going with what we just think is good, mm-hmm. we need to make sure that God says it's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was season one, or episode, or episode one, one, episode one,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, so. Episode two was for they do not know with Ilanka Deaton, who is a human trafficking advocate and survivor. Um, And I think that one of the biggest things that I got from that is that forgiveness doesn't necessarily mean to be reconciled to like go right back into relationship with a person. Um, But that forgiveness, that whole messy process of forgiveness, plain, but it's a God intention. You have to want to go after what God commands us to do, which is to forgive others rather than what our flesh wants to do, which is to hold on to whatever it is that they did.
0: Right. And uh, episode three, over fear. <clears throat> I don't know about y'all. I'm so done with being fearful. <laughs> right. I'm so over it. Like God, God does tell us that there is no fear in him. Like when, when we have God, we have no reason to fear. We are secure. We are settled. We are ooh, settled. Ooh. We are settled because he took care of it all. And no matter where we go from today, I'm going towards him. I'm going towards my eternal destiny.
1: Yes. Um, So then the next episode was Renaissance with Victor Vela, who is our friend. He's a pastor. He's a Christian Mm, rapper. He's a TikTok minister um, or a TikTok evangelist, you could say. Um, And I think that that whole conversation really hit this point that we've been making about. It's about the relationship with Christ. And often the good intentions are these traditions, man-made somewhere along the line that get us hung up, confused, that kind of detract from the point. And um, and that tends to be where we debate amongst one another or get confused and discouraged. And really that relationship with Christ is what will bring that renaissance in our own lives and within the church.
0: Mm, And then we had the next one was a crash crashing courses with Sam Sorba. Oh my gosh, that loaded y'all. If you haven't (laughs) heard this, you got to hear, I mean, it's conviction all the way through and it's going to make you think it made us think. Um, And it's about, you know, teaching our kids at home Mm -hmm. versus sending them into the arena of the public schools. And basically, you know, when we put our kids into the public schools, we are just putting and reinforcing them that we're hypocritical because what the schools are teaching our kids are not from the Bible. Mm-hmm. And so when we when we look at this, you know, I think one of the, one of the things that really stuck out to me is are you going to sacrifice yourself or your kid? Mm. And, and I think that we have to have these selfless sacrifices because we have to raise up another generation. We have to raise up the next generation. We don't want the next generation forgetting about God because the Bible has shown us over and over and over again this pattern of forgetting who God is and the consequences that come with it.
1: Mm-hmm. And then the next episode was Love Fights with Rosie McKinney, who is our Mm. dear friend. She is the founder of Fight for Love Ministries, which helps people overcome their porn addictions with Bible-based foundational resources. Mm. And one of the biggest things that that episode reinforced is that there's a lot of good intentions when it comes to the the mental suffering that we go through. And a lot of it sounds good and a lot of it might be a Band-Aid fix. But when you're dealing with pornography addiction, she made it very clear that there's a lot of things out there, advice and resources that will lead you even deeper astray, maybe in a different way, but it will only exacerbate the problem. And that going back to the Bible and and really examining what godly love and godly grace really look like mm. and mean is how you're actually going to defeat and conquer this addiction that that hits us on all levels. It's it's such a pervasive addiction.
0: Next episode is counterculture. Oh, my favorite, man. We've heard
1: so many woo! good feedback Come on, I I, I,
0: about I am it. a firm, firm believer that if your culture isn't of God. Now see, because I I, I could have came straight out and been like, look, culture, tradition, all this stuff, look, if it's not, I will say this, if it's not of God, then it means nothing. Mm-hmm. It, it has no weight, has no merit, has no direction. So we really have to be careful when we're we're dealing with everything that's going on. Like you know, if we let's, let's take the institutions. If the institutions are promoting something that is not of God, mm-hmm. then how can we look at the institutions and say, "Okay, I'm going to follow you without thinking or having common sense towards it"? No, right. I need to go towards God. I need to look, be in the Bible. If you look, if you're looking for a voice, open your Bible. Stop waiting for the, the audible voice. You know, I mean, I get it. Isaiah heard it. Okay, right, cool, but <laughs> but. Open your Bible up. Check it out. Yeah. When you start to see what the Bible is telling you, you're going to start to unveil. Dude, it unveils a lot of things that we see in culture. You're like, oh, I used to fall for that. Mm, I better realign what I'm thinking. Yeah. Counter-culture. Yeah, that was, that was a fun. <laughs>
1: and that's the episode that we recorded about five times. Five times, times. yeah. Uh, but it's one of the ones people have enjoyed the most this season. So that shows something. Not sure what it shows, but it shows hard work pays off. Um, <laughs> and lots of prayer. Uh, <laughs> Um, the next episode was Got Questions with Jeremiah Mensah, who another really good friend. We've ma- we've been so blessed to make so many good friends that we actually text and keep in touch with and, and trade prayer requests with. Um, he is another TikTok evangelist that does an amazing job oh, yeah. cool, um, as an apologist and also just like a gospel preacher, really like out there on the internet. He's on YouTube and everything. He's working on a, um, on a physical real world ministry. Um, and that episode was all about tackling how you handle the questions, like defending the faith. What does it look like as an apologist? What does it look like to be prepared with answers? And how do you answer in a godly way? And there's a lot of good intentioned answers out there um, that kind of apologize for the faith. And that's not what apologist means. Um, Apologia is a defense of the faith, not sorry that it's so tough, you know? Um, Sorry that God's so mean, you know, like, no, like that's not what it is, but like answering what does it look like to answer in a godly, loving way? Or ask questions in a godly, and loving ask, way. Yes, yeah. and ask questions yeah. back. Like, focus less on what answer you're going to give and more about why they ask the question right. um, because that's loving them more. Because
0: I can I sit there and beat people up with the Bible all day long, but really what I want to get to is what's going on in their life. Exactly. Because then, then I can sit there with practical applications and like, okay, you know, cool, and then yeah. discuss it in ways where the Bible comes back in. Right. Next episode, Bible Between Us. <laughs> hey, y'all want spiciness in the bedroom? Study the Bible, be in the Bible, be with the Bible, have the Bible in between you and your marriage. Don't stop like at the beginning. Keep that Bible between y'all. Okay, keep it between you for life. Yeah. For life, man. And I'll tell you, when you keep the word of God right here and right here on your heart and in your soul, that bedroom gets spicy, y'all.
1: Yeah. And you know what's funny about that episode? We had another episode slated for that slot that is kind of like on hiatus. And so we're like, we need a marriage episode. And like, we were like, okay, we're going to do it. We're going to talk about, you know, like, sex
0: and we didn't
1: and we did in the sense (laughs) of like but we were just really on. like honestly y'all like it really firm foundation if the lord's truth is a firm foundation and you're and you're focused there then the rest follows and then the bow chicka bow bow is like
0: (laughs) she's very it's gonna it's gonna come it's gonna come
1: okay like the the Uh, the pure undefiled marriage bed right so focus from there to overflow, right? right? right. Perfect segue because again, firm foundation leads to overflow. And I think the biggest takeaway there is often we hear overflow and we instantly, even if we're not prosperity gospel people, a lot of us will think prosperity gospel things um, when we hear overflow, like, you know, all, all this like worldly overflow and the worldly blessings. And yet we were talking about how God intentions lead to an overflow of glory for the Lord and thanksgiving and what it really means. How do you Mm. actually experience God's overflow? And I think that until we did the homework for that episode, I wasn't even that clear. And then I dove into that verse. I was like, dude, (laughs) <laughs> so, nice. so that was that was pretty legit.
0: And the next episode was Grace Steeps with a, a good friend of mine, Bradley Hop. Man, I love this brother's heart. He, he loves the Lord. He loves people. He loves that when people come to Christ, he loves when people recognize that that is the way to go. Um, and we all recognize the grace. We recognize you know God's grace and that we wouldn't be where we sit today without his grace. Um, he is Teshua Tea Company. He's one of the founders of Teshua Tea Company. It is a company that was founded um, through doing the work of rescuing girls from human trafficking. Mm-hmm. Um and so what happens is they these these girls actually work for themselves now mm-hmm. and and they put together all of these things the tea comes over and and they put little gifts together and they put little like bracelets and necklaces and all these kind of things that they sell on their website and and actually the profit goes right back to them mm-hmm. to help them get back on their feet when they've been rescued from from these situations and his heart for for the trafficked it's just huge and I just love my brother Bradley Hopp.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That that episode like I love that because of Teshua Tea Company, I was coming up with a name for the episode and I was like, Grace Steeps.
0: Mm.
1: Like the longer you let that little teabag grace in your hot water, the stronger it's going to get. Not that Grace strengthens over time in itself, but your grasp of it and what you do because of it gets bolder and bolder. And I just just love that. And then we, last week we dropped an amazing episode called Prison Break with Dan Johnson. And uh, I think that was one of the most, uh, I don't know. It was just a really good, there was depth. There was some depth there that like, just, you know, because Dan has been serving abroad for so long and he's been in the trenches doing the work we're all called to do, which is spread the gospel. And so he said some really beautiful convicting things. Um, But I think the biggest takeaway that I got from that episode was when he was talking about, you know, the the issues that come when we have this good intention when we say that like we know God and we know who He is and we say these things that we know are true, but do we really know them? Because the God intention is building that relationship with God to really know Him. Um and that's what really changes us. And I
0: also think that he brought in some really good points that like it doesn't matter who you are, you can share the gospel. don't don't encase yourself in a prison of I'm not knowledgeable or I don't know or whatever. trust trust in God. Yeah, trust in God, get out there and share how good He is. through your testimony through, however. <clears throat> but you just do it just keep doing it yeah and he's got some beautiful man. you gotta go in there and listen yes. he's got some awesome people that have just come up and done some wonderful things yeah and then of course hey last episode of the year firm foundation really what I want you guys to understand as we walk out of here today or, or some questions that you should be asking yourself do I seek that foundation that Christ gives me or do I or do I build my house on the sand or do I build my house in my family on the sand or, you know like watch is my family on the sand is my relationships on the sand is, my, is my, my daily walk on the sand, you know, or is it on the rock of salvation, Jesus Christ? Because I think that when we're on that rock and we put everything on that rock, then our lives build. How that builds, hey, look, God has different ways for different people. I couldn't give you one formula for one person's life, but I can tell you this, when you're on that rock, the only way is up. The only way is up. So, hey. Love you guys. It's been awesome. It's been another great season. We're looking forward to season uh, eight. eight, and uh, we'll drop that. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead to
1: Revelation.
0: Ooh, road to Revelation is going to be hot, y'all. And hey, take care of yourselves, okay?
1: Yeah. Best and God bless y'all. So until next time, bye bye. Visit thepantrypodcast.com dot com to hear all of the episodes we mentioned this week, to get show notes, Bible verses, prayer requests, and to help support the show.